Well, hello, this is Gary, and you're listening to Thinking Out Loud. Today's podcast recorded Friday, September 2nd, 2022. I have to check my cell phone to see what date it is. Lose track of time easy in this weird world. Just saw the opening little clip. Didn't get too much into the punditry, just the kind of list to the initial list of things. The official list of FBI documents, or, you know, government documents that were seized by the FBI. Search of Donald Trump's residence. That's not supposed to be a residence. It's a hotel, but he's living there. He's just, he, every, every, it's like every rule in law he can thumb his nose at, he, he does. And he's been getting away with it for decades, but it's like the sheer, <laughs> it, it's, um, and just how he had the government documents in his home, just thrown about in random tubs in his desk, along with other personal items. He thought they were all his personal affairs. He thought he was the CEO of America or something, the Trump America, you know, he was the supreme leader. And any, any, any gut document that had his name on it or something was his personal property he thought, or something. I, I don't don't really want to get into the psychosis too much of that strange, weird man that somehow became the president of the United States, but it, it's just like, is this the nail in the coffin? Holy shit. Is it finally over? How How is Fox News, Breitbart, and OAN Network going to spin this shit and try to compel working class folks to keep voting Republican? The organization that picked that fucking guy. It's just embarrassing. It's still only two options. You know, the one option is pretty, by and large, still behind the guy. They're staying quiet right now, but they certainly aren't, by and large, being too critical. I wonder what they say now. Is it finally time to part with the guy? Finally? At long last? He had government documents that he just decided to make his personal property and had him strewn about his home. A home that's a hotel where, you know, civilians with no security clearance could probably have easily seen documents without little hassle at all. He probably showed them off to people. He's that type of guy because his personal effects were right along with top secret security clearance required documents. You know, he can't, <coughs> he can't exert executive privilege because he's not an executive anymore. He's not a member of the executive branch. He only held that post for four years. I'm not sure what he doesn't understand. He has no executive privilege to exert. He doesn't have executive privilege anymore. It's just insane. And it's like his team of lawyers and him have such egos that they really think they can just, he will never face consequence. So they can even admit a certain level of guilt in their defense and think that they still will not face any consequence at all that that's how that's how much of an ego the, the guy has he can openly and brazenly break the law and then to basically admit to it in an official court document and they still think they're going to get away with it he might be right he did get judges confirmed judges who were going to rule on his case and such so it, 
seems like there should almost be a conflict of interest if the, if the guy that is the defendant is the very guy who nominated the judge that's going to hear the case. That seems like a conflict of interest and a very unusual one that hopefully never happens. But if the defendant is the person that gave that particular judge who's ruling in the case their job in a way, I think that's a conflict of interest, isn't it? But it's probably none we've, one we've never had before. We've never had a president that's been that needs to be charged with a crime. But it, it's it's going to have to come to that. It has to. There, there's no way around it. You know what his punishment will be. That that's really the question. So I don't know. I'm confident that. This Trump thing, it's it's going to start, exp, exp, you know, we're, we're going to get closer to the end of this kind of thing. This long tail, it's finally going to come to an end. Um, we're going to be able to move on and start moving upward. That might be naive optimism because, you know, he does still have a, a pretty strong legion of followers that uh, are pretty devoted to the man, you know, because... He's helped them so much in life, somehow, some way. I'm not really sure what it is he did to, that benefited them directly. I think it's just the rallies in and of themselves and getting to dress up and scream out stuff that you know you're not supposed to say and you just kind of act like an idiot in a big coliseum. There's something cathartic about, cathartic about it for people, and they'd rather do that than go to a concert or something. I don't quite understand it, but hopefully it starts going away, because uh, the longer it goes on, people still supporting him with the, the mountain, mountains of evidence, really, you know, ever-growing mountain, and then it spills over and starts building a new mountain of evidence against the man. It, the continued support of the man just makes you either like stupid, ignorant, or craving fascism. Which one of the three do you want to be? If none of the above, well, then you got to stop voting Trump. You know, if you don't want to be considered stupid, ignorant, or pro-fascism, well, now's the time to get off that bus. You know, now's the time. Yeah, sorry that you were duped. Sorry that you were conned. There was people trying to warn you, but yeah, yeah, he was a con man the whole time. Yeah, did not take his job seriously and did not have any intention of using the power and responsibilities bestowed on him to protect the American people. That was not his intent. And it's all clear as day now. It's September 2022. Him, him saying racist stuff about Barack Obama back in whatever that started, 2009, 10 or something. You know, it, was, it wasn't like right away. Or was it before Obama was sworn in? I, I forget. Because he'd been around way before that. He'd been around before he became a game show host. He's always just this dealer celebrity that just kept lingering around. He didn't really have anything good to offer, but the news just kept talking about him. It's, it's just like his slow rise to becoming politically relevant and then actually becoming president and then him being fucking president for four fucking years. 
I don't want to deal with that again. We don't need a Trump 2.0 either. Ron DeSantis, no thank you. No, 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 no. Like, that's the wrong direction. That's anti-democratic. You know, there's certain books you don't like, then don't read them. <laughs> there you go. There's your freedom of speech. You know, if you want to say you don't like the book, then say you don't like it. But you don't get to ban it, you know. That's the kind of stuff DeSantis is into. He's a real prick. And he, he, he just needs to stay in Florida, you know. But preferably Florida, vote him out. That's the state I was born in. It would be nice if Florida stopped doing that kind of shit, you know, voting for those kind of idiots. Matt Gates is from Florida as well. There's a real winner. Yikes. That, that dude is representing an entire state's interest, or a, a section of a state. He's a representative. Still, it's kind of, you know, feel sorry for the state of Florida, but that guy's a representative of their interests. You know, that that's a shame for those people, because he's not a good person to represent working class folks' interests. He can give two shits. And pretty clearly and obviously... He's unapologetic about it, you know. The stuff that many of them choose to get people riled up about, it's like fearing the other and hating other people, you know. And being anti-health care and education. It's like, but it appeals to people for somehow, some way. But maybe that message starts to uh, lose its impact soon. You know, the guy that they picked went fully behind was a fraud the whole time. And now it's clear that he engaged in criminal behavior. He broke laws, some laws that he very well had a role in creating. Anti-Espionage Act and stuff. Like, he was a big proponent of that. Using the DOJ to go after government leakers of documents. You know, like people that would take government documents and then bring them to their home. He was a big proponent of, advocate for, you know, prosecuting those peoples. Yeah, he, he signed a very law like that while he was the president. So the very law that he helps create is now being forced, enforced as written against him because he broke the fucking law. <laughs> He had no right to take possession of those documents, whether he declassified them or not. What he's banking on is the folks who voted for him continuing to choose to be naive and ignorant and to embrace fascism. Either one of the three or all three. Those are your options being a Trump supporter. You either get to be ignorant, stupid, or pro-fascism. And again, if you don't want to be any one of the three then stop voting for Donald Trump. If your excuse for voting for Donald Trump is to start blabbering about the Democrats, then vote for somebody different. Okay? It's pretty darn simple. I know we're presented only two, but there are others. If you're conservative, you also got the libertarian ticket. There's also the Constitutionalist Party. I wouldn't be kind of leery of them. They can be a very strict interpretation of the Constitution, which can sometimes mean very... Get a little tricky when it comes to uh, certain social issues, for certainly. Be a little small-minded. 
The libertarian, the big thing is minimal taxation, minimal government intervention and stuff. Maybe that's a better option for you if you're mostly small government, fiscal conservative, voting Christian values thing. If those are your three reasons for voting, you need to stop voting for the Trump organization. Because that's not what it's about. And unapologetically so. Donald John Trump believes he has nothing to ask forgiveness for because he's done nothing wrong in his life. The man who is a con man, you know, purposely and willfully defrauds people for his own personal gain. He believes he has nothing to ask forgiveness for. Still to this day, unrepentant. Fighting to the very end, believing that he's some kind of righteous person doing the right thing. Nope. So how far does he drive us into the ground? You know? Like, he's trying. He's really trying. You know? He thinks he still has a shot at being president in 2024. And technically it's still legally possible at this point or something. He hasn't been just sort of, you know, declared ineligible. You know, which needs to happen. He can't be president in 2024. He broke the law. He's not eligible anymore. You know? The basic requirements to be president, he did meet, technically, in 2016. He was born in America, and he had achieved the, the minimum age. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's it. And he achieved those. You don't have to have any experience, and he didn't. He had none. He said that on the official ballot. None. So this long con that started while he was the host of a game show and started saying racist stuff about Barack Obama simply to get more publicity and because he's a racist. You know, that's why he believes Barack Hussein Obama wasn't born in America because of the skin color. Yep, that, that's it. Yep, nope, that, that, that's it. It was a racist thing he was doing, yep. He got away with it, in a way, I guess the news covered it and then like debated whether or not it was racist sometimes and stuff it's like oh boy no it was racism yeah no that's what it was about yeah so if you were a big proponent of that kind of thing and shouting it out yeah you were engaging in racism rhetoric you were engaging in racist rhetoric if you were questioning in a man's citizenship simply because of what he looked like and what his name is yep that was called racism so don't do that. Stop doing that. It makes you sound dumb and stupid and ignorant. So why be that way? You know? Why be that way? Why aspire to be an asshole that fucks people over for the joy of it? Donald John Trump, con man, D-list celebrity, after his sixth bankruptcy became a game show host. And why vote for the organization that picked that guy to be the commander-in-chief of the United States military? Give him the codes to our nuclear weapons? That man? It seems like they didn't really take the choice very seriously. And don't really care too much about the future of our country. If they were willing to pick that guy. Look, God bless him, the MAGA folk who genuinely thought that Trump was a successful businessman. God bless him. Don't wish him any ill will. Why the fuck they thought that? That, that? That's the mystery of our lifetime. Where did that come from? Where did this belief that Donald John Trump was successful come from? 
Why is there a lack of understanding that he was born into a fluence? That is why he is wealthy. That's it. It didn't matter how much he fucked up. He would always be wealthy. There are laws created to specifically benefit wealthy people. Tax loopholes. Wealthy people are able to minimize their taxable income through all kinds of various offsets that are created specifically for them. And he was one of the very specific types of people to take advantage of that. Offset taxable earnings for sometimes years to avoid taxes while he was a millionaire and earning massive amounts of money. The grifter of all grifters. One who exploited the system to its every little job he could get out of it while contributing nothing. Yeah. So, is it come to pass that that man is finally reaching his end? You know, the end of his reign. I sure hope so. God willing, we are nearing that point and we can start moving upward. Again. No ill will to the MAGA folk. I'm sure it will eventually be quite embarrassing and humiliating when they start realizing that, yes, they were duped by that guy. Will there be a certain prideful defiance in admitting that? Of course. And that's probably going to persist for many of them for decades, maybe never admitting that Trump was a con man. Maybe there's some people that were never able to get there to understand that you were conned. He was a con man the whole time. But also understanding that there was others that contributed into it that helped elevate his status, to help legitimize him. News. You know, the covering of a Donald Trump rally, live, as news. Why? Why did that happen? Why was that a thing that was going on in 2016? Why was news deciding to cover Donald Trump as a legitimate political candidate? It only legitimized him, even if they were critical the whole time. It didn't matter. You're showing him on TV, you know, you're inviting him to the campaign rallies and all that. It was insane, but it feels like it, that this weird, surreal, crazy Trump trip thing is, is finally winding down. But again, I'm an optimistic realist, so there is the reality that there is still way too many people that support him. The organization that picked him is still extremely powerful. And it's threatening to take over the majority soon. You know, it's like this looming threat that they could take control before Trump's even indicted and then get all charges dismissed and then maybe nominated him again in 2024. Forcing the Democrats to pick some kind of corporate moderate. You know, getting preparing the stage for a nice Trump 2.0 in 2028 or something, you know. I'm sure that's where they're going. How do we get another guy like him that can really ratchet up the the ultra-conservatism? Narrowing the lane that you're allowed to be in even skinnier, even more narrow. Casting out even more, being even more oppressive. And that's what the Trump era was. That's what the Republican Party's doing. That's what the abortion ban is. It's an oppressive law designed to criminalize being minority and poor 
that's because that they're the ones that are going to go to jail, not wealthy white women. So that's what it's about. Trump was about building walls, racism, racial subjugation, suppressing a freedom of speech, threatening violence to those that speak out, authoritarianism, corruption, and catering the interests of the government for his own personal needs, profiting off of being president. He would stay at Mar-a-Lago during his golf trips as president. Secret Service would come. Mar-a-Lago would jack up the rates when they stayed. And the taxpayer would foot the bill. He And he would make money directly from that. And now the list of documents that he had at his home that he just decided to make his personal documents. They were just all over his house in various tubs and containers and in his desk, along with magazine clippings of himself and stuff. It's, it's really just embarrassing. It's pathetic because it's, it was our leader. It makes us look pathetic. You know, it makes us an embarrassment. We have to, at some point, be not so prideful in ourselves to not realize that we fucked up. You know, we have issues with how we decide who our leader is that are flawed, that we need to correct. Donald Trump lost in 2016, but he became the president anyway. And we just sort of went along with it. There was some shouts and some protesting, and there was like, this can't happen. But it happened anyway. He lost. In 2016, he finished in second place. That's an historical fact. We have to get rid of the Electoral College. A system of deciding who the president is that was because slavery was still legal at the time. And it was to appease slave states. We need to get rid of it. You know? There's no excuse for still having it in the 21st century. It supported that ideology. It's new modern form of it. You know? The modern form of that kind of thing. Appeasing slave states. We don't have slavery anymore. We have Donald Trump. A known racist, authoritarian asshole wants to suppress people and suppress freedom of speech and violence towards the other. A very oppressive type of society. And then the organization that picked him is very pro-limiting health care access, criminalizing certain medical procedures, and limiting the right to vote while supporting an authoritarian, fascist-style candidate. Yikes. Why support that? Why support continuing to burn coal forever? There's obviously better ways. If you're a one and only defense of that is, well, lithium mines are real dirt. Those are bad. Well, let's improve the way that we can get solar. Obviously, that's the future. Like, fucking come on. We can't just dig holes in the ground and burn the black goo forever. Come on now. Fucking... Rob Schneider, good God, man, God bless him. You know, he he had a, a decent little run there, sort of, kinda. You know, he's he's part of an ensemble. That's when he's best. But yikes, like worried about your country because it's no longer gonna be going the Trump route. You know, you're you're, you're sad and oh God, yikes, man, how aloof are you? Good God. It's just 
did an interview with what, what's his face, John Beck or whatever, the Fox old Fox News guy, conservative pundit dipshit. Schneider's out there all whining and moaning that you know, there's pursuing of green energies and there's like there's been a momentum going for years to try to move in a more forward upward momentum and there's people like that are sad about it. Like no, we gotta keep fracking. And he had a picture on his thing about how clean fracking is. Like, dude, you got to get your fucking head out of your ass, man. What the fuck are you talking about? Fracking is clean? No. Good God. Releases all kinds of toxic gases into oil well, water wells and shit. And gets into, contaminates water. It's, it's a very destructive way of getting oil. Not safe at all. But here's this guy, like, whining and moaning that we, we need to get off that. He's willing to sacrifice his career. What fucking career, you dumbass? What the fuck are you talking about? Just keep living out in the Hollywood Hills or whatever the fuck you do and shut the fuck up. Like, that's what he's going to use his pedestal for, to complain that we're no longer going down the Trump route. We're going to start going in a different direction. He's real sad about it. He's willing to sacrifice his career to bring Trumpism back. Great, man. Wonderful. That's what you're going to use your power for. Whatever kind of power you have, whatever kind of sway you have over the masses. Rob Schneider, political activist for Trump. <clears throat> so, used to be pretty funny, but now he's a joke and choosing to be that way sad because he he was likable he was always pretty likable now it's like it's like he didn't want to be liked that way or something to be kind of the kind of the you know the good supporting funny guy in a sailor movie or whatever it's like that he, he wants to stand alone and even if he has to stand alone looking like a jackass he'd rather be that than be part of the ensemble crew in an sandler film you know stick to that but instead, he'd rather be the jackass, you know, spouting out Fox News rhetoric and bullshit and being that guy. Okie doke, man. God bless you. You know, you had some, you had a decent run there. It went away. And there's probably bitterness about it and all that. That's probably more what it's related to. His own personal career not reaching the heights. Then he's going to complain about the Trump era winding down, people wanting to pursue equality, people want, people caring about climate change and stuff and wanting to do something about it. He's going to whine and complain about it. Like, wow. Don't ever get that aloof, you know? For some reason, somehow, some way, I don't know, gain more whatever the fuck. I don't want to get aloof, you know? I want to stay grounded connected to where I'm from and stuff. It's like some people, it's like some kind of disconnect happened along the way where, you know, you're living way out in the Hollywood Hills or whatever, going to Hollywood parties all the time, even if you're not an A-lister or whatever, but you're living pretty comfortably, far removed from an hourly wage grind. Maybe it just slips away from you or something. You, you just kind of disconnect from what it really means to be in the grind. You know, I'm not sure if that's what happened to him or what, but it'd be nice if he can go back to being more likable. He was always a pretty, uh, 
likable ensemble character, but him looking all sad and pathetic, whining to uh, Jeff Beck, John Beck, whatever, Beck, the guy Beck from, not Beck the uh, music artist, I love that guy, but from Fox News. I don't know. It's a weird era, man, because the line was drawn in the sand and people have picked sides, you know? Trump's a love him or hate him guy. He's pretty clear and unequivocal what he is. He's a guy that embraces the seven deadly sins as a lifestyle choice. He's a man that likes lying and cheating people, conning people. He likes a man to. He's a man that likes exploiting the, the system. He likes to. Um, he's a man that likes to live lavishly, with minimal work. He likes to pretend that he's extremely successful and will do anything to present that image, even if the reality is something quite the opposite. For example, in the 1980s, he was one of the worst. Well, the worst businessman in all of America. Lost more money than anyone. That's what he was. So he's just kind of a, a D-list celebrity. That's it. He, you know, he had nothing to offer. That's just a fact. You know, burning oil does release toxins and chemicals into the air. So does coal. We can't do it forever. We must find alternatives. The current alternatives that we have in place may not be long-term in themselves. There are effects with everything, with every choice. There are pluses and minuses, pros and cons. You can't be black and white when you're going through white life. You know, there's layers to issues. But obviously we can't just drill holes in the ground forever and, and burn the stuff that we dig up. Can't do that. We, we have to come up with better ways, more efficient ways, sooner than later. And it seems like that big massive ball of energy that our planet orbits around is, is probably a good place to start. How do we absorb that energy more efficiently? Because it's there all the time. When that goes away, well, we're, we're done too. You know, we're, we, we won't be here if that sun is not there. Then, you know, yeah. So figuring out more efficient ways to do that is obviously included in the future. Better ways to... You know, just better renewables, things that can be used and then just refurbished or whatever and then used again. Yeah, obviously, you know. But so many people that are against such things because it's tradition and because, like, the entirety of our lives, it has been burning oil, oil, you know, so we know nothing different. This people of this generation. But it wasn't too many generations ago that that didn't exist yet. So hopefully, you know, hopefully there's just more of an embracing of like positive, you know, and, and sooner than later and by a wider mass. We should have hospitals and schools as a right. We should invest in energy that's the most efficient at the time. You know, long-term, understanding the implications and effects of whatever particular type of energy is our main source. There are going to be pluses and minuses. How do we minimize waste? How, how do we stop increasing the level of waste? How do we take better care of our planet? You know? How do we maintain the infrastructure of our society? The basic foundational type stuff. All Everything I just mentioned is foundational type stuff. How much money do wealthy people earn? That should be a secondary concern. But millions of people vote for an organization whose primary concern is the way of life of the wealthy.
and it is. No, no matter what they promise the people that vote for them, the first thing they get to is cutting taxes for the wealthy and corporations. That is their primary objective. To the point that they have to talk about all kinds of other stuff to get people to vote for them so that they can get to that top agenda. You know. So why vote for that? And again, they're also the organization that picked a famous con man who later became a game show host to be their nominee for president. They could have picked any of their other nominees. And that person would have won. Most likely. Because it was their turn to win. However, none of the candidates of the Republican Party in 2016 were all, did, had any cross-appeal. They were only going to get votes from people registered as Republicans. No mo true moderate was going to vote for any of them. And so, you know, they, they went with the wild card. And then there's people that claim to be moderate but actually aren't because they you know, voted Trump. You're not moderate if you voted Trump. There's nothing moderate about him. How could you possibly think that he's moderate? It's like, what is your definition of moderation? Him? No. So you were either lying or you don't understand what that word means. It was more just you were undecided or undeclared or something. You're not moderate, though. You know. Voted Trump, it means you're more than right-leaning. You're kind of maybe a fascist sympathizer in some way. You, you kind of like an authoritarian style. You, you like the idea of advocating violence towards people who say things that you don't like. And if, and if it's no, well, you voted for that. So, you know, that is what it is. You know, that, that is what he was doing. That is what his campaign was. And that is what his presidency was. His violence towards those that speak out. It was corruption. Catering to the interests of the government for his own personal interests. You know, suppressing freedom of speech. Suppressing religion. And all fully out in the open. Fully documented. You know? With minimal to any excuse for it. I will never understand how that man was able to get so many followers. And then so many followers claiming to be Christian. That's the real kicker right there. If anyone should not be getting support from Christians, certainly Donald John Trump. He's about as far removed from that as you can be. That's not what he's about. You know, and unapologetically so, you know, like I said before, he, he doesn't believe he has anything to begin be asking forgiveness for. He's never asked for it because he's a perfect person in his mind. Yeah, he's not a Christian. Okay, He knows that it's politically advantageous to pretend to be one. Yeah, that's how our society works. Our society is not ready to vote for someone who's not declared themselves as Christian, certainly not ready to vote for an atheist or something agnostic maybe and the reality is most presidents kind of are agnostic even if they lean Christian or whatever it's like they, they kind of in many cases kind of separate the duties of the job from religion quite a bit or at least should and whatever because you, you, you don't need to be one particular religion but that's certainly what he represented as well as racism the fact that he had 
African Americans here and there that were part of MAGA doesn't mean he wasn't a racist. Like he was a racist. He knew it was an issue with him, his campaign. So pretend to not be racist, at least. He's always been that. He always knows that racism is bad for business, generally speaking, but any publicity is good publicity. So, like, every once in a while, do something to at least pretend like you're not. And so, his way, the few black people that would actually be in, in attendance, there wouldn't be many, but the ones that do come, well, you're going to get to be on stage right behind him. Yeah, and that will be the entirety of the black audience are all on stage. They're not the entire group behind him, of course, but every black person that's in the audience, they're going to get to go on stage because there'll be maybe 10 of them, 20, in a crowd of maybe 2,000. Yeah. Predominantly white people, vast majority, maybe 90, 90, 95% white. Decent percentage of Latinos in there, which is always interesting. My experience going to a Trump rally was certainly that. I would say it was about 90% white. And then maybe the rest, Latino. 0% African. I did not see a single African-American person. Not one. Nope. Um, I think I saw a few Latinos here and there. But yeah, predominantly white people. With big Trump shirts and and predominantly diehards. Had, had the Trump paraphernalia on and everything. A whole, a whole heap of red Make America Great hats. Proudly adorned unapologetically not sarcastically not as a costume like legit they want Donald John Trump to be their president it, it's been so hard to like process it because I was so little when I became aware of the guy and was so little shortly after becoming aware of him to understand that he was not a role model in any way shape or form so clear and obvious and nothing he's done since has made change my mind it only further enforced that and yet fully grown adults who were already adults at the time like voted for him to be president you know it's just I don't know hopefully it goes away we learn from our mistake and we make some corrections in our voting system we make it easier to vote. We stop voting for presidents based off of an electoral college system that was created to appease slave states. And we also start as a society embracing most real basic foundational type stuff, like having hospitals and schools. Not socialism, hospitals and schools. Not socialized medicine, hospitals and schools. Hospitals and schools, we already have those. So yeah, they should be available to people. That want to that need those services. You want to get a <laughs> need healthcare? Go get it. You want to get an education? Go get it. Why is the government man stopping you? Oh, oh, because student loan lenders wouldn't make as much money. Oh, because health insurance companies wouldn't be as profitable. Who gives a fuck? You know, like, why are we supposed to give a shit? But millions of people started giving a shit. They became really worried about their health insurance company. I mean, that company pays a lot of money to its CEO, millions of dollars a year. How are they going to do that if you cancel your policy? And millions of other people do too, because health care is now a right and you don't have to pay for it anymore. 
how is that health insurance company going to continue to stay profitable? Huh? How is that CEO of health insurance company whatever going to continue to maintain the lavish lifestyle that they've become accustomed to if healthcare becomes a right? You know? Yeah, and that's what the Republican Party is very, very concerned with to a degree that they were able to manipulate millions of working class folks into being anti-healthcare as a right. What's going to happen to my health insurance? It's probably going to become worthless, bud. You can keep paying for it, though, if you want. It's your money. We are a capitalist society that does provide healthcare and education as a right. Stop being binary. You're a human. You're allowed to use your whole brain, you know. So it doesn't have to be black or white. You know, yeah, hospitals and schools that are publicly funded, it don't mean that you have to be a socialist country. That would be stupid to just make every single thing publicly funded. Well, we started here. We just have to go all the way. Every single thing's publicly funded now. No, don't do that. Just the hospitals and schools part, okay? Just that part. They're already in existence. Let's just fund them directly. So it makes it easier for people to access those when they need them. It'd be more cost efficient. Again, health insurance companies will probably go bankrupt, some of them, that don't have different types of products they can sell. Disability income, long-term care, that type of stuff. Other types of life insurance. You have term life, whole life, universal life, and variable universal life. Four different types of life insurance. They can sell those. There's also car insurance, home insurance. There's all different types of insurance. So, yeah, they can differentiate their, the insurance product they sell. But, yeah, the current pay us money every month and then we'll pay a portion of the bill type of health insurance, generally speaking, would probably become worthless if health care becomes a right. And that is why we don't have health care as a right. That's it. That's the reason. Because a very particular sector of the economy that is able to gain huge profits from it, that fact would become irrelevant if healthcare became a right. And certain officials in the federal government get paid a lot of money by those entities to ins- protect those entities' interests, even though, you know, they. Those federal government officials have their power because they were voted in by the people. They feel their main prerogative is to protect the interest of those health insurance companies because they give them a lot of money. In some cases, maybe millions. So, I was really going to keep this kind of short, but it went a smidge long. A little shorter than normal, though, but Cautiously optimistic that we're, yeah, we're, we're nearing the final coda, coda, we'll, we'll soon start putting the initial nails in the coffin type thing of the Trump story, and we can start moving on from the man. His movement will start dissipating peacefully, and we'll start transitioning toward a 21st century industrialized society, just a few week, years late. You know, it's already 2022 and we're still kind of hanging on to the 20th century. But soon, 
we're going to start moving toward the most basic necessities of a first world 21st century industrialized nation. Healthcare is a right. Education is a right. Investment in renewable energy, infrastructure investment, tons and massive amounts and numbers of jobs associated with that. All kinds of small business, privately owned businesses associated with that because we would still be a capitalist society, even if we had publicly funded hospitals and schools. We would still be a capitalist society, even if we had publicly funded hospitals and schools. We would still be a capitalist society, even if we had publicly funded hospitals and schools. It's important to understand this, as Republican punditry are inundating you with all these sort of two and three word slogans to imply some nefarious type of government that would exist if you're allowed to go to a doctor when you're sick and allowed to get an education when you want to get one. Why be opposed to such things? Without using conservative punditry slogans, describe why a publicly funded hospital is bad for you. Why is it a bad thing that you don't have to pay a bill when you go to the doctor and you're sick? Why would it be a bad if a higher percentage of our population was healthy and educated? Please explain to me the reasons without using conservative punditry that you are regurgitating. Explain why a higher percentage of the populace being healthy and educated is bad. Okay? And that's where it gets a little tough. Because you're going to start splouting slogans. Maybe you're going to change the subject to Democrats. Maybe your mind just starts spinning because it's like, well, i got to vote Republican. Small government, they're killing the babies or something. Start just spouting all kinds of nonsense. You know? I mean, that's what Jordan Clipper of Comedy Central has to deal with whenever he interviews MAGA live. It's like just word salad, you know? The Republican Party is taking advantage of those people. There's they're, The politically correct term is low information voters. They're just kind of voting based off of whatever they see on whatever random website this tend to be at the time that the well this is the one that's telling the truth and then they put like blinders on to anything else or something you know so what comes out of their mouth is like whoa <laughs> it's all over the place but they're the working class folk that is fighting and protecting the interests of the wealthy unbeknownst to them they think they're fighting to protect babies and uh, fight, fighting against socialism and whatever, you know, whatever the conservative punditry has riled them into thinking. But none of it's true. No, they're, they're fighting to protect the interests of the wealthy. Tax cuts for the wealthy, tax cuts for corporations, and then the cutting of funding of Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, public education, and infrastructure, creating various tax loopholes that only benefit the wealthy. Favoring a corrupt government that allows elite affluent interests to sort of slide right in with minimal, you know, opposition. And then to create laws that purely and solely benefit their and other people like them's interests. You know, that's what the Republican Party does. With a few outliers here and there, and then they face various critique from the leaders of the organization if they stand up to them. Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney's no longer going to be serving in the Senate because she stood up to Trump. So the lady that was more pro-Trump, she's she won the primary. So it's still lingering, but 
I don't know. I'm optimistic that this latest, the list of documents that the FBI found at Trump's home that were not supposed to be there, and it's just the sheer audacity of the man to do such a thing, maybe it wakes people up. But also maybe the conservative punditry will find a way to spin this into some kind of shit stew in just the right way, where MAGA will gulp it down gleefully, continue to vote Republican, so that the Republicans can t cut taxes for the wealthy and corporations some more, and instill more draconian laws that oppress people who are different in some way, not wealthy and white. Yay. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. One can hope. And hopefully more options get presented for the MAGA folk who are anti-democratic party. Fully understand not being fully enthusiastic about that organization, they leave a lot to be desired. There's just the one other option presented in the news. So again, remember to breathe, get your sleep, drink plenty of water every day, get plenty of exercise. I get ideally about an hour a plus a day. Helps me feel fit and right, mind and body and all that. Manage stress the best you can. Best way to manage stress is engaging those other things regularly. Plenty of sleep, drink plenty of water, get daily exercise, not 30 minutes a day, three to five days a week. That's not enough. You know, we're humans. Descendants of hunter and gatherers and stuff. You know, you need to get exercise. Helps the blood flow to your brain more efficiently. Brain, blood's not flowing to your brain efficiently. You're not getting proper action in your brain. You're not going to think clearly. And you're going to make poor, unhealthy decisions. So don't do that. Make sure you're taking good care of yourself. Along with that, make sure you're registered to vote. Stay safe out there. God bless. This is Gary, thinking out loud.